0: What is good everyone? This is your host Deanna Kempel with Label Free Podcast. To live your best life, you must live label free. Now, you know I love my artists. We have a special guest joining us from Maine. He is a Maine native. Uh, He is an actor, composer, singer, songwriter, entrepreneur. He does it all. Please welcome Dom Khaleesi. Dom, thank you so much for joining us. Can you please introduce yourself and tell the audience a little bit about your background?
1: Yeah, thank you so much, Janet, for having me on Label Free Podcast. I appreciate you. Uh, yeah, so I'm a, I'm a singer-songwriter. Uh, I'm originally from Maine. Uh, my parents grew up in Boston, uh, raised me in central Maine, a very small town. Uh, at the age of 19, I moved out to L.A., lived out there for a little while, and uh, later ended up in Nashville and have been there ever since.
0: Nashville is a cool place, especially if you're going to be in, in music. I think that that's a Absolutely. great great place to be to set yourself up for success.
1: Yes, the songwriting mecca. So that's really where, where I went from, I think, being being to being an artist, uh, really learning the craft of like how to, how to craft a great song, how to produce these different sounds based around your genre. So really being there, I think I found more of myself as an artist uh, than I ever would have if I just stayed out in L.A.
0: And so you've composed three independent movie soundtracks, um, Somebody's Hero, The Man Walks Away, and Void. Yeah. But that is very cool. How did you get your get yourself those opportunities?
1: So it originally started um, back probably about five years ago or so. Uh, There was an actor named Zane Stevens from he was in the Vampire Diaries. Um, He wanted to produce this and direct this short film about my life. Uh, So we we went down to Atlanta and we did this little short film and I said, well, yes, we can definitely can do that story like you can play me. That's amazing. Thank you. But I want a part of it. Like I want to put the music behind it. Really learn how like different sound effects and music can really influence a show or a movie or TV. So that's that's where I started to get into it. And now here we are like five or six years later. And and I'm with the scorekeepers as a, you know, sync Composer, producer, do I write music for movie, TV, and commercials?
0: I love it. I love it. You know what I've noticed about artists like yourself is that you guys are very diverse. You do, you have your hands in a lot of different things, which sure. you know. And, and for any artists that it's a, that are listening out there, I think that's really important because it is a, a hard industry to break into.
1: Right. Yeah. Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, I think a lot of it does come from, and this is where you are—you an entrepreneur. Like you want to have your hands in in all these different things and it to some degree have some control in it. Uh, You know, being able to influence people with, you know, the business mind for me, it's music for me, it's acting for me, it's, you know, entertainment and anything that I can kind of pursue being an entrepreneur, um, you know, profit and also do something that makes me happy. Like that's really why I think I've gotten my hands in so many things.
0: And do you think, and so I ask this question a lot, um, because when you're more of an artist, you, there's not always, you're not always strong on the business side. Are you, yeah. so for you, are, is that, is that um, an issue for you? Or are you able to really use both sides of your brain, I guess?
1: <laughs> I mean, I think uh, for me, I truly think that I'm a business mind okay. and, and singing, playing guitar, piano, producing, that is all, those are tools I gotcha. So it's not necessarily like I was never the type that's like, I want to be a singer. I never want to be a sellout. I never want to, you know, give that song away. I'm always going to write something. I'm always going to write a song. And of course, I never want someone to take my music. But, you know, if you've been in the music industry, I've been in the game for 10 years now and just starting, you know, you you sign some bad deals. You come across the wolves. But I feel like if I didn't have the business mind approach, I would have quit a long time ago.
0: Sure, sure. Well, that's good. You're lucky then because I feel like um, a lot of artists like yourself that that are passionate about what they do. And typically, you, you know, you're singers, you songwriters, you actors. You're very passionate people. Right. And that that's where you do why you do so well in that type of industry in that field because it takes passion to really fuel that that desire right. that that drive to to make things happen for yourself. Right from an artist standpoint, um, right. you were telling me something really cool before we started recording. So you're currently in Maine right now, right? Currently
1: in Maine. Yeah, I'm actually at a. I, we built my little music music. Excuse- so this is like a 2500 square foot art studio
0: cool yeah i see all the art behind you. Yeah. so that's from
1: john heaton jones uh he's a he's an artist out of waterville maine and uh we had known each other through just playing music in different bands throughout this kind of rotation uh for so many years and when i came back up here to do my tour you know i checked out his studio and i was like hey this would be a great vibe to like write some songs yeah, so i yeah. put i put my little my little studio together. And I've been, you know, writing some of of my favorite songs here just from having that live feel.
0: Yeah. 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 I love it. But tell us about this tour that you're doing right now, because, you know, with COVID and I know that the whole, everything that's happened with the pandemic in the last year has really impacted a lot of people that do what you do. And I have had other guests on that are artists, you know, to make a name for themselves and it's really hurt their business but so you're you're on tour right now tell us about that and um what that looks like so if anybody's listening your artists out there the way he's doing right now is awesome so maybe you can find yourself in you know getting involved in a tour like this so please share with us
1: well to be you know on a safe side even without COVID, i always came up here to play the beach in the summer it's like okay. it's my happy place yeah so up here from like bangor maine down to hampton beach uh, venue called castaways in seabrook beach new hampshire that has always hosted me for the past seven years for my whole summer tour so every saturday of the entire summer i go play there it's got this big outdoor deck overlooking you know the harbor this amazing sunset it's like it's a it's an artist's dream to go play there yeah COVID friendly for me so you know i can play for a whole crowd and everyone can feel very safe safe with you know the very open landscape near the ocean. So, you know, if you can find coastal routes right now, um any outdoor venues that are large enough, um it's it's probably best for you as an independent artist or even if you're a signed artist, you know, going in and and trying to find those venues that are "quote unquote uh, you know covid friendly, it's just making sure that you find a spot that you're comfortable in too. So, you know, that's what that's a whole New England tour, and and I've been doing it the past nine years.
0: Oh, that's amazing! And so, how long is that tour for?
1: From about Memorial Day all the way till like September.
0: Oh wow! So you'll be there for through the whole summer then.
1: For months, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I pretty much write songs and hit the beach there in the week, and then go then-
0: oh god life is so rough for you So rough. I
1: know. <laughs> yeah absolutely
0: that sounds amazing so you have some other really cool um projects that you've done some career highlights that i'm looking at um you've self-produced and, and directed a single in a music video anything but mine so is that your single
1: yes absolutely so that was a couple years back um i had put out a song that it was the first time I'd ever produced a song. Like pretty okay. like and and felt like I was ready to take that on. And then I did a, a few year, you know, a couple year lull. I feel I I really trying to figure out, am I really a producer or did I just kind of did I throw it together? You know, did I did I put some tape here and there and it and, and it worked. I think this year during the pandemic is really what allowed me to find myself as a as a to start taking on artists that came in with an acoustic guitar singing Kumbaya and turning it to a a full project by the end of it in their genre. So for me, it was this year. It's just back to back to back releases of songs. I've not only co-written, but produced myself, everything from from scratch.
0: Well, I mean, you have to start somewhere, right? If you don't have that right. experience, how are you able to help anyone else and just kind of expand your um, your offerings as an right. artist and what you do? So, I mean, I really think that's that's amazing. Today's episode is brought to you by Honey Love. Ladies, let's talk about shapewear. We all know most shapewear makes you feel like you're being suffocated. That sexy dress in the back of your closet is so freaking cute, but the thought of having your insides squished by your shapewear is just not worth it. That's why Honey Love spent years researching and developing effective shapewear that's actually comfortable. Overly tight, cheap and sticky fabrics that roll up are a thing of the past. Thanks to Honey Love, you can finally feel confident and comfortable in your favorite outfits. We have an exclusive deal for our listeners for a limited time only. You can get Honey Love's best deal they offer. Get 20% off your entire order with the code labelfree 320 at HoneyLove.com. That's right, ladies. Get 20% off of your entire order with Label320 at HoneyLove.com. You have a social focus here. So can you, it's called Somebody's Hero, a national independent anti-bully tour sharing your a story of battling depression and a speech impediment to inspire and encourage the youth fair as well as spread awareness of bullying. Can you talk to us a little bit about that? Because, you know, that's, I mean, I think that's very um, relevant with today's world. You know, I mean, it, I mean, we've all experienced it. You know, I'm a little bit older, definitely got picked on. I was freckle faced, you know, um, there probably was a level of bullying there, but I'm, I'm pretty scrappy. So <laughs> I fought back. But I think for kids that aren't as scrappy and that maybe take the yeah. parts a bit. But can, can you talk about that a little bit?
1: Sure. Uh, so for 19 years, I was tongue tied, which, which means like I have very limited mobility with my tongue. So growing up, I didn't realize I talked different than other kids in high school. And when high school came around and people really start realizing who's different, you know, coming out of your shell or, you know, maybe going into a shell, is really the most awkward time, I think from like 14 to 18, 14 to 19 18, for, sure. at least for guys. So for me, I was a late bloomer. I'm going into high school. I have a lisp. And then from freshman year, I start to realize that, you know, I'm really different and being different created this anxiety and depression. So I developed a stutter because I never felt like I could figure out how to speak correctly. Yeah. So yeah. at, um, I, you know I played sports growing up, and when you play sports, I think it gives you a chance to fight back a little bit. Yeah. you know I was playing football, I was pretty good not anything, but I broke my knee and I broke my ribs in uh, in, a, in a before a game, and I needed to give my body a rest so a rest it was like, well, what am I going to do because you know' it, we're in high school it's freshman year oh what am I gonna do so I secretly tried out for the school musical. And when the football guys found out that I, got, you know, being a running back and linebacker, dancing on a stage, I'm already talking different than everyone else. Yeah. It yeah. just, it's it pretty, pretty bad. Uh, and, and that was when I really started feeling depressed. It really started, you know, this is right when my space was kind of leaving Facebook yeah. is kind of the new front. And you started getting more, you know, social media awareness and how to say things behind a screen. Yeah. So yeah. for me, it was just behind the screen. The last couple of years of high school, you know, people just they 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 gave it to me. Uh, so I had a really had a high school uh, very very depressed. Luckily, never wanted to take my life. It, it, it didn't feel like uh, I didn't. I felt like I deserved more. Not I. I didn't deserve being here. Here,
0: right, right. That's so, great.
1: Yeah, yeah. But I finally told my parents, and the biggest influencers for me were my music teachers, and I used to, you know, hang out in the music room all the time because be out in the public lunchroom. So they started to notice that, and finally, when when I'm going through some stuff, stuff, you know, this is kind of how have kids. It was it was I was able to, to talk about it and, and find help, so to speak. And I was able to speak again. So at the age of nineteen, uh I went on when I did this quick surgery where they cut the cord under your tongue and I was hoping I could just relearn how to talk. So they cut my cord at nineteen and within in, i dropped out of college and moved to la to go be a singer because i said hey nothing's gonna stop me at this point so you know a couple years down the line i'm doing music i knew that the one thing i really wanted to do was have a story behind it sure. a story behind you know what i'm doing with my music was really important so i decided to go start this somebody's hero tour a song, you know, for the tour. And I wanted to just go around the public middle schools, high schools, everything, and just be able to tell them my story. That's all how I wanted it to start. And surely, you know, we started some incredible feedback from these kids that were really taking an impact on my story, not feeling alone so you know there there's one story that i always like to tell from from the somebody's at tour there's this one girl that i had school in uh for one year here at the end of my performance and in my speech she was just bawling she was just crying she came up gave me a big hug and just ran away didn't get a chance to really talk to her really find out what what the story was yeah um, um we, I try to go back to that school and tell a little bit different of the story and get more of the younger kids. And some of the older kids will remember me from me. Well, she was a senior at this point when I had gone back to that school a couple of years later, and I'd seen her again. And at the end of the presentation, she, same thing, bawling her eyes out, gave me a hug and ran off. And finally I was, I stopped her friends and said, what, how can I help? What, what is, what is going on? Right. And for her, it was, it was a it was a the two years before, and she had cleared out her locker to go home and kill. Her. It was um, that was her final stretch, and she happened to just decide to go to meet this kid who she has no idea who he is, what the story is, right. and that story yeah. had impacted her enough to put her stuff back in the locker, and she decided you know her life was was important.
0: You essentially saved her life.
1: I mean. I've been in a lot of situations where I was able, able to give some people, but I don't, I, don't, I don't think of myself as saving someone's life. I feel like I had to go through some stuff in high school yeah. to really get strong enough to be able to talk about it. And, and then...
0: And I'm sorry, what was the last part?
1: That, that's really what it was for me. It was just being able to, like, something tough, come out, you know, on top, and, and be able to be able to, that's really what my whole tour is about is just being somebody's hero, whether it's your own or, or helping somebody else.
0: Woo! You gave me some chills. You got goosebumps. Thank you. That's a beautiful story. <laughs> and thank you so much for sharing that. And that's what, I mean, I really appreciate my guests being vulnerable and telling their stories and, and you turning your, your, something that. Probably a little tragic back then. Yeah. I mean, something like that probably leaves a lot of scars, especially when our teenage years, you know, I know myself, I've gone through a lot of abuse, you know, so I know Mm -hmm. that, um, going through stuff like that is, is difficult. And then being able to come out on the other side of it and share your story is so important and you don't know whose life you you can be touching. How can people support you, find you, where are you at? Where, where, like, how, how do we find you? (laughs)
1: I'm everywhere, social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, if you, at Dom Calizzi, uh, you can find everything from my Instagram, my Facebook, my Twitter, um, domcalizzi.com is where you can, you know, stay up to date on if I am going back on my Somebody's Hero Tour. I obviously haven't been able to go, go on it in a couple of years just due to COVID, but, um, but uh, if you're a high school or middle school administrator and you'd like me to come to your school and tell my story. I'd love to. Uh, so domcalizzi.com, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, And um, check it out on Spotify, YouTube, any of my new singles. I'll be releasing a new song probably every 60 days or so. Uh, So I'm really excited about this year.
0: That is awesome. Oh, my gosh, Dom. Thank you so much for joining us. Before I start wrapping things up and we say goodbye, are there any last words of wisdom or advice you'd like to leave with the audience?
1: I would say... This be very intentional with your time. Don't get sidetracked with with, with trying to figure out what's going to happen tomorrow or how to overcome yesterday. Focus on today. Focus on how you can, you know hitting those goals. Because there's going to be a lot of things in life. There's a lot of things in life that you know you never know what could happen. You know, when beginning of 2020 came around, nobody really knew that that, that this was going to be such an impacting thing. So. Don't get so caught up in the what ifs and just focus on the now.
0: I love it. That was awesome. You are so awesome. We'll have to have you back. Please feel free to come back and give us an update in a couple months I'd or so, to. and and just let us know. I'm um, you know if you have an update on your tour, I'd love to have you back sure. and talk about that and the details around that and how people can support you even more. Um, thanks again for your time. Enjoy Maine and do it. The beach just sounds so terrible. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Absolutely, a little much, Dan. I
0: appreciate you. Thank you. You guys, this is your host, Deanna Kempel with Label Free Podcast. Live your best life. You must live label free. Please don't forget to subscribe, comment, share, like, follow, all that good stuff. And I'll be back soon with more dynamic guests.